Welcome to the Rupee. Welcome to the Rupee. What's our song this week? Oh, wait. The Runes. The, the, the Runes. I feel like we gotta do like a pop song, right? I guess that's a pop song. Give me a pop song. Now I'm just thinking of um, uh, Mulan. Winnie Mulan. That's not a pop it's song. It's not a pop song, but... What, the, the mirror who one? Who is that this girl I see? Who is that girl I see? Who is that I see? Repeat me. Where will my repeat show who I repeat inside? Repeat. Repeat. Hi, welcome to the repeat. I'm Drew. And I'm Pierce. And we obsessively watch one episode. Every season. Well, I mean a season. Of RuPaul's Drag Race over and over again. And this season, it's season nine. Episode one. One. Gaga Gaga. The Gag of Gaga. What was the episode title? The... I think it was called The Gag of Gaga. That's a great title. I know, I think it was not as good as, like, Lady Gaga who? Or something boring like that. Ronnie. Also, you don't Ronnie. exist yet. Ronnie. You don't exist. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna go over here then. Sorry. Harry. Harry. That... Yes, that's my name. <laughs> that's my name. Thank God you don't exist by getting your name right. Uh, how... You're... How are you doing? My name's Pierce. How, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. We just watched the first episode, the second, second episode, episode. We watched the first, first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 9 and got comp drinks. So, we're loosey-goosey. We're a little loosey-goosey. We had a great show. If you uh, haven't watched yet, go to our YouTube, watch our live debate. Is it Cynthia? Is it Katya? Spoiler, it was Cynthia. Yeah, if you watched it, and spoiler, we took off our pants before the show. Uh, 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 oh, don't, don't, don't. This is not a secure bench. This is a <laughs> enclosed filming location. Don't die. Location. And that's, don't die. That's the last we ever heard of Drew. <laughs> it's, um, now, it's now the Precious Envy and Pierce show. Hi, I'm the new co-host. My name is Precious Envy. Hi, Pierce. <laughs> Welcome to the Rupee. Precious, uh, tell us about yourself a little bit. Um, what do you guys want to know? Well, you're a drag queen, you do shows I'm a drag at queen. Bar. I'm saw you on here. Valentine's Day. Uh, yes, thank you guys for coming. Um, of course. I'm here every second and fourth Tuesday here at Rock Bar. That's our undisclosed location. If you don't live in New York City or you live in, like, another country, I guess those things are the same thing. Rock Bar is like Mama's house. You come here yes. and you're like, welcome. Everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome. And no matter what night you show up. There's something. There's something for you. Oh There's my god! For you. The first times I came here was for karaoke, and the only times I've come here for, was for karaoke and game night, nerd night, and then all of a sudden, like a year ago, I came and it was like eggplant, which is deep, <laughs> which is deep reverse. So it really goes the full spectrum of like karaoke with your straight female coworkers to eggplant with your jockstrap. And it's or not a drug strap. Or not a drug strap. Less than a drug strap. I was making out with someone with like, I think he was wearing a singlet. Ooh. You guys have already left at this point. This is what you do when I'm by myself. It is. Good for you. I find someone at the bar like, you will work. Don't do anything you. I wouldn't do, and there's nothing I wouldn't do. I've done things in the bathroom. Why do you think there's only two urinals? <laughs> and these pipes are above us right now. And they're right, right above us right now. Leaking. Uh, not the okay, best. So, so let's talk about season nine, episode one. Mm -hmm. The the loser of season episode two 
was. She wasn't a loser. Wait, wait, she was wait, missing wait. four. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's slowly reveal <laughs> okay. the loser. The loser hasn't lost yet because this is episode one. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I mean, yeah, I guess we have to okay. we have to reveal it. Yeah. Reveal it. But I just want I just want to like do a quick dip into the mystery queen. Sure, let's go back to Mr. Oh yeah, mystery queen. We have to talk a little bit about Katya today. <laughs> I, I she's not coming back up. Sorry. <laughs> Stop trying to make Katya happen. <laughs> It'll never happen. <laughs> no, she's gonna be on season three of Twin Peaks. And <laughs> Apparently, I, yes. <laughs> wait, really? She like posted uh, pictures of herself in the Black Lodge on Instagram, and I, I know it's not real. Yeah. I know she just photoshopped herself, but I'm okay with it. Have you, you wanna, seen, a, have you ever seen? Do you want to sit on a seat? You can. Actually, really comfortable. Oh, okay. Of course he is. What's of it's in? Of course he is. It's inside. <laughs> He's not moving anywhere. That girl is a bottom. I once just a regular bottom. I once went to do my laundry when I was living in Buffalo, and the guy who ran the laundromat counter listened to that song the entire time we were doing our laundry. So, yes. So me and my roommates were playing pool because they had a pool table in the laundromat, and awesome. so we were yes. playing that for two and a half hours. And this guy is dying every five seconds. Hi! Hello! He was dying every five seconds. That is Watching awesome. this boy's bottom and dragging anybody he could, he could grab <laughs> over to the counter and be like, no, 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 you gotta see it. And I was like, is this like a 70 year old gay top? This is great. Do whatever you need to do. You're 100% fine. We're showing partially tonight. That's the That's the camera, but don't worry about it. it's the one on the get the chair. <laughs> like this, actually, the, chair, the shimmer with the light works really well. Diva. We are fortunate enough to film in the basement of Rock Bar, where we are amongst royalty, really. Uh, <laughs> and at the very least, with the shimmer, I kind of feel like I'm in an expensive indoor pool. And you just, Ooh, and just like have like yeah. you know, like I feel like it's one of those scenes where it's like. You're just you're watching him. Swim. He's sad because he's rich, she's and so he's, he's swimming. She's definitely heated. <laughs> <laughs> and like swimming, but you just see a shot of him swimming and the ceiling with the shimmer. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Darling. You know that movie. I yeah. think you just wrote your senior student film. <laughs> oh no, I was a film major. My you know my <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Let me tell you about my terrible senior film real quick. I seen it. Um, terrible senior thesis was. A humanity has evolved to try to colonize other stars, but there's no way to uh, like the human lifespans. So every colony ship, you're like bound to die on that planet. And the movie's about this guy, he's in a spaceship still, and he knows he's gonna like, set up in the world for working so long, but he's gonna die there alone. So passengers. Uh, passengers, before oh, yeah, passengers. Martian. Whiny Jennifer yeah, Aaron, Lauren, and yeah. Chris. You're good, you're, no, you're so good, do oh, yeah. whatever you do. Oh, thank yeah. you, darling. <laughs> Thank you. I had a good time tonight. I wish I could have been upstairs to watch the podcast as I'm getting ready. Oh, no, it's, it's just watching really on, YouTube. Yeah. Oh, what, on YouTube. Where? It's on YouTube? YouTube. We're recording it right now. How are you? Say yeah. hello. Oh, hello, darling. You guys can change freely. It yeah, will not don't... catch you. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't know the illusion. That's exactly what they told me about chlamydia. Look how wrong they were. Uh, so, um, <laughs> we're talking about James Mansfield. Are we, though? Uh, I'm here. I'm here. I watched the second... Yeah, I watch I watch the second, yeah, I watch the second viewing on VH1 upstairs while I was grabbing... No, no, no. I was grabbing, I was grabbing a drink, and I saw they had, like, the captions, like, beginning of the episode while they were talking about other stuff, yeah. and it yeah. was... My heart broke. A little bit. I feel, based on the uncuts with Eureka, 
and Nina saying, call him an underdog. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think, sh- I think, everyone was like, oh. honestly, I feel, it was like one of those things of like, going being like, he's the weak link, guys. That's, that's the one we have. It is like the hyenas, like, feeding off the weak one of the pack. But you know, that's just different thing, but it's true. Yeah, they smell, they smell, they the, smell the blood. In early season, you go after the weak one, and then late season, you go after the strongest one. Like yeah. Jinx mm-hmm. Monsoon, Raja, um, the other Tyra. Everyone like starts hating on and magnifying the bad I didn't features. like the other Tyra since episode one. So no it was one right. did. It was alright. No one liked her. I don't know. I feel like the real good move to make in the first ep- in this episode of Drag Race Please. is I want to shit in Nina Brunina Brown's wig and try to really make it and really like end her <laughs> career there because she was just she's she's great. How do you? I mean, how did you feel about her this episode? Nina Brown um, in episode one because all we talk about is episode we one. We only talk about Nina Brown. Okay, we don't talk about episode, okay, one. Talk about episode one. one. Like if she makes it to like top four, top five, that's when they do like the three looks in one challenges. That's where I'm gonna be like, if she makes it, that might be her downfall. I don't know if she's gonna be able to deliver. Can she do a basic glamour? Yes. Not a full well, costume. That was kind of basic glamour. Uh, Which, well. What the in the future episode that we're not talking about. Not until she gets oh. out. Not until she gets out, so. We'll get back to her. But today, James Mansfield. Her tits were great. I, I did think her look, good. she had a very, like, the white party very. She was, she was pulling that Jane Mansfield ness. Yeah. Tell us about look. the outfit. So whatever. It was very, it was like. <laughs> it had, like, she ruffles. I don't think that worked for that lip sync though. I think that might have been an issue. No, that I disagree with because because mm-hmm. I felt like she was holding that purse the entire time. But she could have done so much more. What I think is was wrong with that lip sync wasn't the outfit, but that she didn't it. use the outfit as well as she could have. Because that outfit was very like it felt very sixties and it mm-hmm. felt very much of the moment that she had. Really, she had all her ducks in a row for doing B fifty two's lip sync, mm-hmm. and she just did not. Kill I, all those ducks. I think if she would have given it like maybe ten more percent. Yes. Like if she would have oh, like. Yeah. I think if she would have given the ca- she was there on the camp. Yeah. But I think if she would have taken the camp up another like just this much more. Exactly what Ross Matthews said. I think that would have been. I think that would have sent Kamora home because Kamora is not campy. She's no. all about the pretty. But you, and that's my issue. That was the issue I had with with her staying, was. Whenever she gets kicked off next week, um, it's and the loser we can talk about next week. Yeah, yeah. I just feel I do feel like what more can she bring to the competition she hasn't already brought? Isn't that the Besides kind of drama? Kamora, because yeah. I feel like Kamora is very much like she's gonna be she's gonna be very drama. Yeah, and it's in the past when they didn't always do. The guest is the song they do for lip sync. Yeah, they would pick the song for lip sync strategically to oh, yes. out the queen they wanted out. Okay, yes, like Jiggly Caliente doing a country number against Willem. Or that was set meant to send her home. Yeah, or or Latrice Royale versus Chad Michaels doing oh. the same thing and doing a Dixie Chick song. I think mm-hmm. the problem too with that season was that that was still when they were giving immunity for winning a challenge mm-hmm. where you got you were immune for the next week. They did that for, I think, two, maybe three seasons. And it was like, and that was the thing was, Tyra was always weakest the week she had a meeting. Yeah. Like, yeah. she didn't give a shit that week. Yeah. That's, just not, like, that's just not sustainable. And it's not, that's a thing, is like, where, like, on a rewatch, you rewatch the episodes that she was weakest were the ones after she won. And you're like, Tyra, that's when back when the show was more of a competition show than a reality show. Yeah. Now it's a reality show. They don't sew. 
They don't sew. They I'm which is so upset about Which is what even Jane said. She's like, when she's like, when she said in in Untuck was like, I give me a sewing challenge. And that means but she hasn't been watching the show enough because for three seasons they haven't the sewn. Sewing, the sewing challenge is like, like going like. But that could mean, I mean, like, who knows if that could mean that they go away completely or if they come back all of a sudden because you don't expect them to come back. But that is not a good excuse because when you come back with, like, I mean, who heard Roxy in her fucking read you, wrote you, and was like, you're right, give her a sewing challenge and she'll give you what she's got. Like, no one was like, she's got this and she'd only sorry, got I this. I listened to the version where she's cut out. Oh my god, have you seen the one live, Katya and, and Alaska, I think just the two of them, doing it together and being like just screeching when when Roxy comes on they're just like stop like Roxy no there's a couple queens that decided to do that a couple weeks ago and they did uh, they rotated uh, Alaska Roxy uh, Alaska Detox and Katya and when Roxy came on they threw the second wig on the mic stand just stood there (laughs) it was hilarious it was hilarious they just they just had the the wig on the mic stand like mm mm-hmm I do want to That's keep your camera. attention so that yes. the m- camera is that way. Hi. Hello. Yes. Well, it's because we're this way. The I microphone know, will always capture right now. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, like, it's you gotta you gotta split your difference. You gotta find your devil. You know. It's also like when I turn this way, all I see is the light in the mall. Carolan. Carolan. Come to the light. Oh, it's we said you the poltergeist <laughs> reference. That was the yeah. terrible game. Terrible game. Is Poltergeist a cult gay film now? Is it really? I didn't know it was like a gay thing. I'm sorry, I'm With older. Zelda? I'm older than both of you, so. Wait, hold on. Oh, no, no. I'm older, I'm older than both of you. Did you tell me this lovely in hair? In of ladies. This is natural, kids. Um, I grew, I'm this like I, I saw that like a lot growing up as a kid. As soon as you got what that that the the little person performer. Who was Zelda also Rubinstein. in Teen Witch? Zelda Rubinstein. Thank you. I knew her name, but first name was Zelda. I remember last name. Also in Teen Witch, yes. Oh my god, her in Teen Witch. I was saving these for a rich husband <laughs> in the Arctic. When turned the frog into a hot man, she's all, he's all Ruby's like, you'll do. You'll do. <laughs> yes. So, you know, let's bring this... Bring James this, Manfield. S- James Manfield. Bring this to James Manfield. But my question is, especially with like Zelda in like cult game movies, how old is James Manfield? James Mansfield and why she's does she twenty eight going on sixty? But why does she choose? Why thought, does she I choose she James younger. Mansfield? I thought she was younger. I think she's younger. If she well, she said James was her boy name. Yeah, and she just brought it in. And it was and I think but then also it's also too because I think she does the whole drag history stuff. Yeah, I think she's that's educated. why she picked Mansfield. Like I discovered her because of um, a couple podcasts where they brought her on, oh, really? where she would talk about before this season even started. And so that's where I knew who she was. And it was like, and she has that very, I think she's also a very, the queen, like, falls in that Ben de la Creme area of, yeah. this is my person, this is my drag persona. Wait, what? She just made, she just rubbed me around right. I thought she was boring. She's amazing. Like, everyone, right? every, uh, everyone, exactly. like, everyone looked at me like they were pinned dead. in that head. She's gonna pull them out, start stabbing you. She's like throwing them. Oh, have just, you have you ever seen her live though? I have not. You know when she because she did after her season she did um, some of the Lori Beachman. I forgot what the title was, but she gave you go go burlesque like. Live singing, and she she made fun of herself in it. I think she's like, a genius. She's she's fucking super fucking smart. I don't think that RuPaul's Drag Race gives everybody a great mm-hmm. showing. Like I mean, like another well, thing too. It's like I read an article platform. with her where she, after when All Stars Two was going on, and she pretty much said like I would not come back for All Stars. 
She's like, I don't need that again. Like, she was like, she, like, the show experience of filming, I don't think, worked with her. But she's had a, but the show did enough where she's like, I think she's thankful for what it gave her, but she does not want to be in that position ever again. Totally respect that. James Mansfield. So, on Talking Episode 1, she was obviously shook. No, her look like, no my heart was broken and that's the one thing about James Mansfield is that like is that I I saw myself in you I was that like, was that was I think that's the thing where it's like when I put together my fantasy list yeah. was I knew no one was gonna pick James yeah um and is James in your fantasy list? James was my dark horse. That's a I'm the no, first girl. I'm, I'm the first one to lose so someone. No, it's dark. okay. It's okay. You guys lost points too tonight, anyway. That's a fair dark horse. Um, it was a fair I'm dark horse. It was a fair dark horse. Yeah, but it, you lost points. <laughs> so points being lost, um, and most of your girls were safe. Um, true. At least, at least one. Who of won them, the challenge? Valentina won. Talk about a dark horse. That's the dark horse. <laughs> Did, um, okay. We don't <laughs> talk about that episode. That episode hasn't happened yet, ever. But no, so, but really, yeah. No, but with James, it was very much like watching her, and it's like I was watching like the season nine premiere party things, and she doing Julie Brown's Tumbling Who Got a Gun with her little puppet. I was like, you are a queen after my own heart. Like, that's shit that I would do. She's stunned. And she was, exactly, it was just like, she was having fun with it. The, and I'd like, you know, her little cookie monster avenue q dress yes. that i'm pretty much sure she made because yeah. she sewed. she had to she had to the, uh, and it's like she was very much like i'm really hoping that there's double double elimination next week she comes back the week third after that third. would be nice actually. that would just be nice but they already brought back a queen who cares there's but the no thing is the press junkets did say apparently from what i've heard was the press junkets had all had 14 queens listed like not their names but the number of queens were always sure. 14. From the, if you were a Nancy Drew on Reddit, like, I assume but you are But at the same too. time, I don't feel like last week's episode was a real premiere episode. It was very much a, like, let's celebrate the art of drag. Which like, I Like, it's love. very much a sisterhood episode. Like, there, no one went home. You guys are gonna, you guys are wonderful. But it's like, this felt more like a real premiere episode. I think key, the key to that was that last week RuPaul wasn't in drag. I feel exactly, like in a big yeah. way. I feel like in a big way, switching and to she VH1. will never be in drag the entire podcast. <laughs> no, she will never be in drag ever again. That's the problem with discussing only one episode. But why, never, did you guys, why did you guys choose to do this one instead of doing like waiting to like to do the one for the night? We thought it'd be funny. Okay, we, we, we didn't, didn't know. We, How did you know? Because it was originally just the um, the third. Yeah, we did the third, you know, mm-hmm. season four, episode four. Yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race, Queens Behind Bars. Check it out, season one. Check it out. Um, <laughs> oh my god, if you haven't watched season one of The Repeat, or listened to Listen. season one of The Repeat, uh, you're you're in for so much gag. We go in so, I know, I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off for just a second. We go in so fucking deep on every fucking queen from season four, you don't know the depths of the internet I plumbed. I found out uh, Sharon's dick size. I'm really looking forward to our next live show. Um, and by the time this comes out, it's going to be four days away. When you and Hazel Tart yeah. make us pretty. Hi, guys. Who yes. do you, if you could take Hazel, a, Hazel and I get to decide what we want to do. That's fair. Yeah. Yes. yeah, actually, we should let Hazel. They're going to pick who they get to do. Who you want to get? 
You don't have to decide. You don't now. Do it now. Because you don't want to get rid of the beer. No, I want a glitter beer. You want a glitter beer? Glittery. I don't know. My skin. I call myself a work in progress queen. A lot of work. Not that much progress. Um, <laughs> That's a funny joke, but aww. You're good. I also consider myself a bubblegum golf bitch, so. So yeah. next week, live feed. Us getting makeup on. And probably drunk. Mm -hmm. Just like right now. Um, James Mansfield. That is one thing. Can I just say that? that I just actually. Sad? Can I just uh, actually? Yeah. Can I just have one of you just talk like he's Mansfield, the other is Valentina? <sighs> it's me, Valentina. That's uh, <laughs> because Valentina fucking annoys me as a, as her character, but she's so cute as a boy when she's I not trying to be Valentina. I think her Valentina is more like just kind of just like a. Oh, aloof and just like you know, happy to be here, but really she. Knows I wanted she's her to. Get, I want Valentina to give me some chola realness. That's what I want from her. She's never gonna do it because she's. I want too some. I, I want some Echo Park chola realness. That's what I want. She's from never her. gonna do it because she's just too. Bumble. I don't know where that is because I live in Wisconsin. Wisconsin's the home of cows, mash, <laughs> and corn. <laughs> Milwaukee. Milwaukee's the home of malls. Me and a bullshit pile of trash. Also me. <laughs> oh my god. Someone doesn't like James Mansfield. I wonder who. I think she needs two more years to cook. Look, the one thing that I am sad about for this season, as far as like, this might be a little bit mean, as far as like, we lost our joke for the season. No. We lost. No, we lost our squeak because we don't. We can't squeak every episode now because she's gone. But, I mean, we still keep rewatching the first. That's true. She didn't squeak. And she will always be there. Cynthia actually, is the James. Did she yeah. squeak? Did she squeak, though, tonight in season in episode two? Did she squeak at all? I don't think she, was she did. She was did. Well, it was also, like I said, it's like, it was, they, Nina made the comment. Mm -hmm. She The group she was in were probably, like, the biggest personalities of this season. She was with three New York queens in her group. Yeah. And they just wanted to show And those up. are, there's a lot of New York queens those New York queens are professionals. Mm -hmm. Alexis was kind of mean to her. Alexis was mean to she her. was just like, she was just like, let's talk about what Alexis she, did. She was just like, I, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm the floozy. She like really railed on being the floozy queen. So it was first, the whole, it was a rail thing. And then she's like, fine, I'm an actress. I can do I can this. Do anything. But the thing is, James, I don't know if it was shown there because I kind of wasn't paying that much attention. Yeah. But in the screener I saw, James does say, is the one that says maybe we should switch parts again. Really? So James is the one that says it will because she's like it will work better if I'm not if there's not that beat that I'm waiting for just to go into it. Because and so yeah. that's and that could have that been the could have that been it. Just but also to, too it's like what I saw being filmed. There were maybe moments where she kind of had that uneasy look of being like I don't really know what to do with this challenge. But then when you saw her actually being physical. I was like, that works. She she the crowd were like, yes. And then they cut to some queen going like, really, girl? That? And it's I, like... I think we, we talked about this a little yeah. bit before the podcast. This was this was part of the pre-show. The pre-show, pre-show. The pre-show, 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 like, yes. James Mansfield's performance was not that awful in the cheerleading thing. Not as, least, as far From as they what we saw as an audience. Did they edit it in the worst? Because if that was the worst, I'm not sold the... Yeah. Here's awfully. the thing. I want to clarify. I want to just... In, in case people haven't watched or seen the episode... Um, so James Mansfield had a part in a, a cheerleading performance where she came in, Hi, I'm James. I'm Floozy. But it was a syncopated rhythm where she you have to understand music to a certain degree to get it. Alexis not only just calls herself a Broadway queen, 
Her college degree is in musical theater. She understands music. James is not a music person. She's a comedy person. James's part had syncopation, and in the final, without reference in at least what we saw in the final episode, in the final production, James and Alexis Michelle switched parts. And I, Alexis got it perfectly, the syncopation. She understands stretching out and contracting rhythms. I think it worked perfectly how they did it. Yeah. If they hadn't edited it to include the drama part, we would not have noticed and James would not have seemed as weak. Yeah. It would not have seemed as justified for James to go home during that lip sync. Because it did feel like you were getting a lot of their group. Because I think you saw more of their group practicing than the other group practicing. Yeah, so you knew they were they were playing off. The, ed- the edit was very, very much like, look at James' struggle. Yeah. Are you surprised he went home? Which is just like you know, as much as they say, as much as RuPaul says, like you give them the sh- you give them the stuff. That's what they put out there. They edit the shit out of you. Of course. Like and believe me, like you know, why do you think Fifi O'Hara did what she did after All Stars too? Was like she got a bad edit. She got a bad edit. And she, I, I defend Fifi's decision to not come on to the reunion of All Stars too. Yep. And also, too, you knew she was already rebelling because when they did the premiere, she was in boy drag. She wasn't even dressed as Fifi. She was dressed as Jeremy. I went to the ice cream premiere where they yeah. came out to New York City. We live in New York City. Blessed. Hashtag blessed. With those ice cream trucks, Coco was in drag. Alyssa Detox. was in drag. Detox was in drag. Fifi. Fifi was in boy drag. Hair, hat, costume. Like baby thing. Like, yeah. But no happen. makeup, no face. You know, boy face. Foundation. Boy face, yeah. Um, no drag. It was like kind of like saying you're like he was rebelling. Be like, I will do these events because I'm contracted to them. It's a great But point. I'm not going to actually come as Fifi. But I'll be I there. Know, I don't know if by doing that that you endear yourself to the fans that are trying that you're trying to. The thing it. is, it, the fans least... that have no knew her from season four yeah. already had their stigmatism on her. Stigmatism. Stigmatism. There, there um, stigmatism. Wait, no. I'm, all, I'm forgetting what a stigma, a stigmata, and a stigmatism are. <laughs> Did Okay, someone posted... A stigmata is what Katya gets every Stigmata is in your blood where the your hands, hands bleed hands like bleed. Jesus. Like mm-hmm. Katya. A stigma is a social bad thing. And a stigmatism is where your eyes like an oval. It's something about your eyes. It's like because a that, someone had put up after episode one... Trinity's thing about it, the stigmatism, and it was like they cut to one of those clean and clear commercials from like the nineties, and it's all yeah, the stigmatism. Did you share that? And the, I didn't share it. Someone posted, and I was laughing my oh, ass off, being like, because I kept seeing him going. Okay, I have to watch it with the volume on because I was at work when I saw it, and I literally was dying laughing watching it, going like this, yes, this, yes. Oh my god. So, James Mansfield. Between her first episode, between her YouTubes before the series ever started, and between her last episode, which is the second episode, what do we think, how do we grade her progression? I vote that after this season, and this is part of the reason why I think that she comes back on in some weird way, Mm -hmm. is because from before, and I talked to you about this, before she went on the show, even in her YouTube series, she was a little bit dirtier. She just didn't like her lace front was a lot lower. It just it didn't look she didn't look as 
put together. Look, it's clean. There was a big progression between some of her YouTube videos and the later videos after RuPaul's Drag Race would have aired or would have been shot. That I think something happened. There was one video I saw when I was uh, what was I was watching Untucked last weekend, and I just kind of let YouTube like uh, slide with all the World of Wonder stuff. Yeah. There was a video that popped up with her doing a quick face. Yeah. That looked. Really paused. I don't know when she posted it. It was after the show. It was not great when she went into the show. No, it was after the show. Also, I also, I also think the HD is not a lot of girls' friends because I don't think Aja's makeup looks that great on on no. HD. I'm like, I've, I'm like, I've watched the video screen of Aja doing her love tutorials because everyone, their mother is friends with her, and I get so and so commented on her thing, and I see her doing her makeup, and I'm like, going like, she has a very flawless face, but for some reason. When I look at her on the TV screens, I should be pointing this way. On the TV screens, I don't see the polishedness. Yeah. I see, I see the cracks, and I'm just like, but this problem with HD. And the thing is too with painting, yeah. a lot like Trix Patel, she paints for like three the doors down yeah. and two doors over. They're gonna see her. It's that thing where it's like, if you, depending on what you use as your base foundation, I use the Krylon shit, the the TV paint sticks, because that's supposed to be better yeah. thickness. But there are some girls that use the over-the-counter cosmetics um, and stuff that, like, even still high-end cosmetics. But it, like, it might not always work for the camera lenses. It's not made for yeah, exactly. especially for when, especially when they're doing HD filming. It's not made for TV cosmetic costumes. Mm. There's yeah. some stuff that's not made to work on. Like, it works when you're on. There's some sometimes. It's like, you Ooh, look she's at, drunk. Oh, you just have to pull she that over. She is drunk, guys. Because <laughs> um, you see the queens that were like, you, there's different makeup. There's makeup that can be used for the camera. Yeah. Makeup can be used for photo, for photos. We makeup saw that in Willow. On, just on a stage. But sometimes it doesn't always translate. So you have to learn how to adapt to the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should wrap it up and try to... Yeah, so we've got two games this time. Of course, we always have an Is It... Drag. Is it drag? Is it, drag. Is it drag? Is it drag? Is it drag? I'm gonna say coming out for your queen. Like, from the beginning of the season, saying like, this is my queen, this is my queen, this is my queen, is it drag? No. What do you mean? Like So in the sense that this is like a... Is, so in the sense that like drag has a public performance that like tells people, that creates a character screen to present to other people. So, like, Warby Parker, is it drag? You know, because it's like, that was one of the first season things. Yeah. Where it's like... Brunch, is you, it drag? You, oh, okay, you want okay. people to think a thing about you. you want okay. People to, so, like, is it drag picking out your queen? I don't... Yes, I'm, mm. I don't think so because I think that you know who you love at first sight. Katya. And I think that it's there is not, an earnestness in picking out the queen that you like for that season. It's that yeah, you can, that it's, you can go back on. Well, because I think that's more just being a fan. Yeah, it's not necessarily drag in the sense of you're supporting. You can you like if you are like a drag queen supporting your sister. That's I guess it'd be a little bit more draggy. Right, because you're presenting because you're like people. I do drag. I love. I'm team blah blah blah. I'm yeah, like, yay her. But even when I wasn't, but when I wasn't doing drag, watching the show, and I'm like, Sharon Needles for the win, Jeans Bunsu for the win, yeah. Alaska for the win. It was like it was more like, no, I'm a fan. Yeah. And I like I love what they do. Yeah. I love their sense of style. I love their artisticness. I love their what they're pulling from. 
and it's that's what makes that's like you know that's what makes me like certain queens. Mm-hmm. I'm all. I don't. I don't. My what I like about drag isn't necessarily like who could pass for fish. It's more like, do you know where you came from? And I think that part of the reason why it's so easy to mistake like picking out that queen at the beginning for drag is because who we pick from the beginning is so much attached to what qualities we believe are important in a performer. In a performer. And a drag queen. I mean, like, especially because it's drag. Yeah. So it's like, do I think that being fishy is a more important quality? No. Not at all, honestly. So, like, that's why I just, like... So I would pick Sasha Velour. I love Sasha Velour. Oh, I love her. So, too. like, I think on one level, yes, I'm telling a bunch of people... So that's why it's easy to mix up. I'm telling a bunch of people, this is the kind of queen that I like. This is the kind of person that I would like to admire. On the other hand, I think mm. it's just... I think there's no... There's no performance in how much I like Sasha. There might be no performance in how much you like, you know, like any other queen. Yeah. You know, there's. I think there's an honest connection that comes from seeing someone's, like, promo yeah. and performance and, like, looking them up and stuff like that. And I think it's important because so many fans uh, only see what's presented on Drag Race. Yeah. They don't do extra research. Yeah, they don't. No. So few people... Literally, I've been doing the Fantasy League since season seven. Mm-hmm. But I've been watching Drag Race since season one. You're the commissioner of the fantasy. I, I really am. I'm not just a commissioner. I'm also a client. Um, <laughs> Thank you for that <laughs> reference. I so did that the other night and no one... Oh, the rogue you. you were too young. I'm also young a satisfied too. client. Um, I'm 40. But it was like, I've been... The thing is, like, I grew up watching... Like, I grew up watching Tu Wong Fu. Discovering RuPaul when Supermodel first hit it big. Like... Drag has always been in my, like, you know, molecular, October, I don't know what the word is. Your atmosphere? My atmosphere, yes. yes. So, being queer, growing, like, leaving LA, living in San Francisco, seeing that culture, uh, then moving out here and seeing a completely different type of culture, I, Drag Race was, like, one of those staple things where it's like, and also what I, it's also Drag Race Bridges between gay, straight, yeah. men, women. Like, you see it, like, it's a spectrum of people who enjoy it. Enjoy it. Um, so when I started doing the Fantasy League, it was a way just to make the show just a little bit more enjoyable. Because, honestly, there are seasons that are just like, I'm not liking anyone on this season. Yeah. Like, I'm not having fun watching the show. And literally, when we started Season 7, it was a nice... In, in, it was a nice little intense, uh, in, like, enticer to go to the bar watch it and be excited and rooting for a queen that you're like, she's doing good, yours is doing bad, like the shade you would throw with yeah, each other, yeah. and being like, trying to win the top prize. Now, if you don't mind, I would like to just take a couple minutes yes. to talk about your transition from L.A. to New York City. Well, L.A. was L.A. to SF, so I'm, I'm, I'm originally from Southern California, so I grew up, like Valentina, I'm from East L.A. Valentina? Valentina. 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 Um, that's the that's the, the most Spanish I've ever been in a while, guys. Just let you guys know, I'm a Mexican. I don't speak a lick of Spanish, but I know enough. Um, but I was born in East LA, grew up in the like outskirts of LA, graduated high school, moved to San Francisco to go to college, lived there for 13 years. Then I decided. Then it was just like how the how like life and everything was changing all at once, how the, like, you know, the blocks were kind of falling, be like, this is my SF life, it's not really stable right now, this is the most, this is, the, if I'm going to do a big change, 
this is when I do it. Yeah. And New York was crystallized. Well, New York was one of those things where it's like I kind of always wanted to go. Um, I had visited the year prior, and I felt at home. I did a weekend getaway here during like the dead of winter. What it parts never... of New York were you in at that point? Um, I had a friend who was in uh, Williamsburg, so I was in Williamsburg for a bit, um, and also most of Manhattan because he he worked at Union Square. And I met friends in Hell's Kitchen that like ever like I saw two Broadway shows. I was like, all I want to do is see Broadway. I don't care about anything else. Fuck the Statue of Liberty. I want to see theater. Um, but I was here for about three and a half days. Never felt out of place, yeah. which was the nice thing because that was also things like a lot of people come to New York about. It's too much of a hustle and bustle for me. I'm like going. I'm, from, I'm like I came from San Francisco. Yes, it's a smaller city compared to New York, but it was still like a city. Like things yeah. move. So when I moved out here, um, like I had a group of friends I could stay with. It took me like three months to find a job. And I got a job, hated my job, like most people do. Like it wasn't until like the first year hit, like the anniversary of that first year was when I gave full time and the part time job became full time. I could quit the actual full time job. I was like, I'm salaried. I don't know what that's like. I'm like, you know, I'm a salaried person. And I'm still with that same job. I've been with them for like four years. And if it was like, honestly, finding this this place yeah. was like one of those things. It's like it was that be like came here one random Tuesday night. It was like this is fun. I like this bar. Came back every single freaking week, and now now I'm here every second and fourth Tuesday. For isn't she precious? Isn't she precious? Miss Precious Envy. And if you come in April, it's my birthday shows. That's coming up soon. That's this. Oh my god, we're starting. Oh. April, April starts tomorrow. Or, or it'll actually be April by the time this goes up. That's true. Um, oh, it will. Yeah, it, it will be. be. Midnight, the 31st. Midnight, midnight is coming, creeping no up. No one believes it. the 31st of March exists. <laughs> exactly. No, who? What? It's like the 31st of February. Um, but yeah, so it's like this year, like April marks when I started doing drag, when I moved to New York, my birthday. So this is like a month of like. Precious is like technically two years old of when she like kind of wanted to be a little bit more serious about yeah, it yeah um i hit five years in new york and i'll be a charlie hyde i'm rumored that's many years old well um, i, I want to say on behalf of i've been in new york for less time than you <laughs> but we are so fucking glad to have you here Yay. honestly you enrich the entire experience of the drag community as i believe every every nightlight performer adds to the tapestry but it's, it's you, I think, specifically, and if you haven't Googled Precious NB, if you haven't looked her up, if you haven't seen the show, what you are bringing right now is a different thread. Yes. And I'm so happy every time to see you perform. And at the times I've seen you perform, it's in the context of other queens, and it's markedly so different from everyone else performing that night. Mm. I love that. I, my drag is very much, growing up in the 80s, growing up in the 90s, I have a plethora of musical knowledge. I lived for music growing up. I watched MTV religiously as a child. I was in, my my mom loved musicals, so I grew up watching musicals. Grease 2 is my all-time favorite movie. If you have not seen it, stop this podcast, go rent it, watch it. Michelle Pfeiffer has never been better. Um, <laughs> Amazon Prime, 24 hours. Exactly. Sponsor And us. so, it's like, watching musicals, 
going to college. I did choir in high school. Um, so it was very much like I my musical taste ranged from ABBA to Wicked. It's just like, yeah. it's just everything in between. Um, so when I perform, I like to perform artists that I love that not many people may know of. Because all it, for me, I get a satisfaction. I'm all, I could not, well, I could walk away with no one tipping me. But having someone be like, I can't believe you know that artist. I love that song. And be like, thank you. That, that like, that means a little bit more. But not to rely. The tips mean a lot, too. Thanks, guys. Bring tips. Bring tips. But also, Venmo tips. But also Venmo. bring human connection. Bring connection. So, Say hello after performance. Out. Yeah. Like On that note, I think we should sign <laughs> off. This is PP coming at you live. For the basement of Rook, 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 Rock, Bar. Rock Bar. This is also PP coming at you live. This is Didi. Look at Didi and PP. Look us up. Didi, PP, Kiki. Look us up on YouTube where you're watching us now. Subscribe, comment. We'll come back to you. We'll answer your freaking comments. Subscribe I really, on. I really like that. Yeah. Subscribe no. on iTunes, SoundCloud. We, we're up there. We're SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Everywhere that podcasts are free. Find me. Find us. <laughs> we want to engage He's in on the street corners every Thursday and Friday night between 8 and 9. So you can find your friends. I'll stay after hours. I'm not, I'm not picky. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> Justice for James. Justice for James. Oh, God, I gotta pee like a fucking oh, racehorse. God. You That's and me a good board. Uh, <laughs> did it not record? Uh, uh, I hope it did. Uh, <laughs> they're like, what are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing Sunday? What are you doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? We have to re-record. Nothing came out. Repeat with Drew and Pierce. That's us.